<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. In, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. You didn't move back this time from the microphone. You can't see me. I have blood coming from my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, welcome to another episode. I am still a little bit under the weather. I've been sick for like four days now. So pardon me if I sound different or if you hear me sniffle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nicole wasn't feeling so hot today, ironically, while I'm getting better. Um, so. I have like the stomach flu bug kind of. Yeah. Not like the, what Victor has. No. Yeah. I have like a cold. But I'm feeling better now too. Maybe I just honestly worked out too hard this morning. Oh, and it made you like nauseous. I don't know. I was so nauseous the whole day. I was like, oh, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to vomit. Yeah. And now in front of me, because I can actually smell what I'm tasting now. You know you know when you are sick and your nose is clogged and when you eat something, you can't really taste it because you don't have any smell? It sucks. Yeah, that's happened to me like on Thanksgiving a couple times before. So now I'm excited to eat these cookies because these are the cookies from the Mennonite store. Mm-hmm. And if you've heard of talk about the Mennonite store before, it's like all fresh organic type stuff. And these cookies, I don't know where they got them. It's no, almost they, like they grow no, on trees. They they make them, Vic. I know they make them, but it's... The bakery's all- always going there but their it, bakery section is fantastic they're the best cookies i've ever tasted in my life same i don't even like chocolate chip cookies but those change those rock my world yeah i want to get the recipe <laughs> from these people because because it's ridiculous but anyway today uh we have an interesting guest because this is an interesting new show right right so the circle on netflix is something that was brought to my attention by quite a few big brother people i saw a lot of them tweeting like big brother fans um, I saw them tweeting about the circle. I got a couple messages on how this is kind of like Big Brother. And honestly, I wasn't going to cave and watch it. I was just like, nope. But then one night I was stuck at home by myself and I was too scared to watch something serious. And like, you know, like there's like killing and like how to get away with murder or scandals, more of my type of show. Well, I was like, fine, I'm going to watch the circle on Netflix. It seems very bubbly, lighthearted reality TV show. And I was hooked. I finished it very quickly. And it's crazy because I had seen it come through. And I think I told you one time, I was like, oh, look, they have a reality TV show Mm -hmm. on Netflix. It's like, eh. I'm not really into reality TV, ironically enough, so I didn't. I wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> he um, just goes on reality TV. He doesn't watch reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so it was interesting when I was at work, Nicole. I was like, Nicole, what are you doing? She's like, I'm watching The Circle. And I just started laughing. And But then she okay, got hooked. so my least favorite part of any reality TV show um, is the introductions. 
<laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because I went through the introductions and I know how awkward it is to film the introductions. And you're like really trying to put on this face that yeah. you have to put on to make yourself seem so like wacko and loud or unique. I had to really bring out that country in me. I can't even, honestly, I can't even watch my intro what, now because I was so douchey. Was yours like it, a gym intro? It was, oh yeah, gym and women. Right. Oh, flex, oh, you know. And, and But that wasn't me. Like, I wouldn't say that was me as a person. And even when I was in the Big Brother house, that wasn't me. Yeah, right? they take whatever. I think this is for any show across the board. Even, um... Yeah, literally any introductions on anything, even when the new Big Brother seasons come out. Or like I, The Bachelor, all those yes, shows. Yes, I do have that. to like skip the introductions because I just know that this isn't really who they are. It's kind of a gist of who they are. And so Vic and I actually tried watching The Circle together, but it was the intro part and we're just like, no. Well, <laughs> what it is, it's like, it. let's say you are from Texas and you say something about horse or something. They'll be like, oh, wear your cowboy hat. Bring yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah. Let's get that accent really out there and thick. And it's like, okay. Um, but you also, when you're auditioning for a show, you play that kind of stuff up too. Yeah, so, so it's your own fault. Yeah, when they're it expecting is. it from you, it's like, okay, you said it. Now bring it to the table. Yeah, now bring it to the table. Right now it's real. Mm-hmm. And now we're recording. So it's going to be good. So yeah, we're recording with Joey. I think his Sasso. last... Sasso. Yeah. He's and, Italian, so I think it's Sasso. Yeah. And so I'm excited because he was a huge character on The Circle. I immediately, like, really liked him, like, wa- liked watching his mannerisms. I thought he'd be a great candidate on Big Brother. Um, but, yeah, so we're excited to chat with him. And Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah. What's up, guys? How we doing? We're good. We're good. How you doing? Just living the dream over here, baby. <laughs> Beautiful day. Nice weather. Excited to be talking to you guys. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. It is. Thanks it's for be... coming on. I love the energy. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Bro, I'm telling you, this energy doesn't stop. Like, I don't sleep. I'm a vampire. <laughs> yeah, you made me sit up in my chair a little bit. I, I got to get ready for this. I wasn't expecting such a... <laughs> so, Joe... Yeah, you know, it's always crazy, bro, whenever I talk to people because, like, so many people are like, yo, you're, like... You know, people think they see a show like it might be fake. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you are literally who you are on the show. You're loud and stupid. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I understand this. I get it. <laughs> so, Joey. So, Joey, it's Sasso? Sasso. Sasso, yeah. Sasso. Are you Italian? Yes. I'm Italian, buddy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told Nicole. I was like, so then, so. Okay, so I watched The Circle. Vic hasn't gotten to watch The Circle yet. So yeah. that's kind of where where we're at when we're talking, but some of our listeners might not have watched it either. So I think it's good to have like a different perspective as well. Absolutely. I think it's dope, man. I mean, you know, I, it's kind of crazy because it's really blown up, but also like I'm the dude who's used to working in a bar six days a week and I don't have time to do anything. So mm-hmm. it's hard, bro. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff out there. How do you keep up? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So let's just, let's take it back before, like you said, before uh, the circle, you were working six days a week at the bar. And so what's going on? What's life like for you before any of this happens? Oh, man. So I moved to L.A. when I was 18 years old. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an actor, but I've been living the struggling actor life out here. I've always known what I wanted to do. Film's always been my life, and I always knew like that was what I was born for. Like, truly just love cinema. And, you know, with acting being such another extension of everything else I love to do. And I just knew college was never going to be in the cards for me. I was not a kid who was good in school whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Could not pay attention. My parents just begged me to get my high school diploma. 
And after that, a month later, I'm 18 years old. I'm out in LA on my own going, how do I do this? Like, where do I, where do I even begin? You wait your entire life for this moment. And now it's here and getting started. It's like, wow, all right, this is nuts. So it's Mm -hmm. been a crazy journey for me. And, you know, with everything with the show, I'm just, I'm so blessed for it because I really have been struggling since I've been 18 and I don't walk around, you know, complaining about lack of money or problems like that. Cause I just believe, you know, life is short. Money comes and goes. I try to be positive every single day, but if I'm being truthful with you guys, like it's been, it's been a very, very long, difficult process to get to where I'm at right now. No, no. And I, I can only imagine. So when we started selling our Coco Caliente merchandise, we didn't really know what we were doing. We had things scattered all over the place, our orders. We didn't know how to ship. And we then, were taking stuff to the post office. It was a pain in the butt. Yeah, so then we got ShipStation. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's a website and platform that allows you to organize all your orders in one and ship them out, okay? And it works with all the major carriers, uh, United States Postal Service, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. So it gets your orders out quickly. You save money on shipping costs, and you keep your customers happy. And you can do it no matter where you're doing it. Like you can be selling on Amazon, Etsy. You can have your own website like us. And it's like the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. And honestly, my friend who has a boutique locally, she's the one that showed me. She uses ShipStation. And then once I have it, it is so easy. You can even like get to it from your phone. Whatever anyone's ordering, it shows up. And then they, you save a lot of money too. If I were to take it to the post office, it costs more than it does on ShipStation. Yeah, it's it's literally like the you get the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for like large Fortune 500 co- uh, companies. Mm-hmm. So you're always getting the best deal. And right now, Coco Caliente listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code COCO. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card information. So just go uh, ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in COCO. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code COCO. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. (laughs) It's a tongue teaser, tongue tied. What is it? (laughs) Tongue twister. Tongue twister. (laughs) So you're like, okay, I'm going to move to LA. You move to LA. You're there, and it's not like what people think in the movies. Like, no guy just pulls up in a Corvette or Lamborghini is like, oh, you should be in this movie with me, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, what were you doing? You had, I imagine you had to, like, work all day and then – or Did you do work all, all night, yeah. and that's why people work in bars or bouncers or whatever it is to work night stuff so you can audition in the day. So what's that process like for somebody? It's, it's insane to try to juggle – you know, having to survive out here because the the average mindset for normal people in life is what you have your, you know, your personal life, free time, then you have work, which takes up most of your time. And working out here is full time because cost of living is so insane. And it's so difficult because my personal life side of things is all career all day, every day. So when I was 18, I met my partner who was my writing partner. And mm-hmm. me and him are so well connected. And we just basically said to each other, nobody's going to ever give you an opportunity to direct for him or edit. And no one's going to give me an opportunity to start in something. Mm-hmm. And we have the same passion for film. And we basically said week one, 18 years old, I think he was 22 at the time. 
we're doing this thing together and it took seven and a half years for our long, long, long time passion project called Young Line of the West that we started writing and so many different versions, different drafts and just saying, this is going to be the thing. This is going to be the one. This is the first thing that we're going to do. And shortly before I went on the show, I got the film financed independently. I put my entire life on the line in LA as well as he did and my friend Nick, and we went back to Rochester, my hometown where it takes place, and we made the movie. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> That's so cool. That is really cool. So, wow. So I imagine you had to pitch this several times, right? Because not, you know, you can't, it, things just don't happen that way. It'd be in a perfect world, it would. So you, you go through many renditions of this, and over the course of seven years, you're just like holding on to this, like this is going to work. And just by happenstance, that happens, and the circle happens around <laughs> the same time. Yeah, it was, I believe it was actually a year to the day, which is just weird with how life works. So mm-hmm. we went home August of not this last year, but the year before to start pre-production for the film. And then we were in Rochester for three months. And then a year later in August was when I left to go do the circle. So it was just, I mean, it was just a haphazard, crazy time, man. Like even that's why with the circle, I kind of, just had no expectations. I never thought about the money. I have my film already in production. I accomplished the task because everyone in their back pocket, that's just, you know, a basic foregone thing everyone has. But once I made the film, it was like, nobody has that. Like nobody ever gets to that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so what, what is the film about and when is it, uh, is it released or when is it releasing? So basically the film, I always pitch it is like a modern-day Saturday Night Fever meets Mean Streets. My character's name is Nick Donato. He's a young Italian kid in Rochester, New York, whose ego and pride is so big. He's got such a big head. He works for a shady criminal guy who runs one of the biggest nightclubs in Rochester, and Nick's sort of his front guy. And this kid just wants to be a local badass. He wants to be the biggest thing to ever come out of his hometown. And he sort of loses himself along the way. It's a cautionary it's a very hard R-rated film. It deals with so many things that the world that we live in today of racism, misogyny, drug addiction, especially. And I just knew this was a film I had to make when I started when I was 18. Uh, it's one of so many, but I, I also knew it's very marketable because for your first time film, you don't want to make something that you can't sell, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, it's just, it's got such a message behind it. And right now we're in post-production and we're finishing that up and then going to be looking for distribution. And I think it's going to be actually really fun to see how people react to it because the hard thing for me, guys, is right now I'm seen as the reality kid who's saying he's an actor. And that mm-hmm. would piss me off if I was sitting on my couch watching it mm-hmm. and hearing that. But I'm like, man, I've, I've really always been an actor. Like, you meet me. I'm a, I'm a film nerd. Like, that's what I am at my core. So especially that people know my real personality now, that I'm outgoing, so loving, this and that. My character, it's not like for so many years the thing it was – on the script was he's not likable. And I know how you can read words on a page where I'm thinking, I know this guy. I come from this world. I'm not going to play it the way you're reading it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So the fun thing with getting reactions from people has been how much they love the character up until a certain point. Because my factor for me it's always do i find this person or these people interesting and i know where i come from 
It's such a different way of life. It's so blue collar. And reactions to the film have been honestly amazing, meaning good and bad, because I'm not the guy who goes, because you want people to like it, but you don't depend on that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you ever getting ready in the morning for work and deciding, is today a stylish day or a comfortable day? Now, thanks to Beta brand dress pants, yoga pants, you don't have to decide. They're stylish, they're comfortable, and they're professional. With Beta brand, you never have to sacrifice comfort or function for a style. They are super comfy, perfectly stretchy, and stay wrinkle-free. They have the style of dress pants with the stretch and fit and the feel of yoga pants. Whatever your style is, they have the pants to match. Choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles like boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and more. They even have a pair with eight pockets, and they also offer premium denim that have the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. So right now, our listeners can get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash COCO. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash COCO. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Go to betabrand.com slash COCO for 20% off. Um, so now you have your film in your back pocket, and how does the circle come about? Like, how does that even happen? So basically, I remember getting home from work and sitting in my bed and just seeing like an ad on Instagram, I think it was, or something about some show, right? Mm -hmm. And the hard thing for me with this entire thing is I've never done reality television because there's such a stigma of actors don't do reality TV. It's just not, you know, it's just not a thing. Mm -hmm. And the show kept presenting itself to me and it just felt right. And then I got with the concept and I'm like, wow, the concept is... It's so smart. It's so different. I've mm -hmm. never seen anything like this. And I really had to have a conversation with myself because my career is my life. And I'm like, what if I do this and I shoot myself in the foot? And this is the worst thing that I could ever do. And I was so wrong about all of those things. But, you know, my fear was I'm going to be in a house with a bunch of people hooking up, getting into fights, doing the stuff that people <laughs> watch reality TV for. Uh-huh. And this was not that. And that's why I was like, man, you know what? Like, I was in a very rough place after my breakup because I couldn't focus on that mm -hmm. when I was making my film because it was, it was, you know, do or die at that point. If I don't pull off an impossible task, I'm not going to see this dream through. So I really couldn't deal with it till I got back rebuilding and starting over all over again. It was so difficult after being out here so many years. And the show comes up and I'm like, you know what, man? I've been doing really well. I've been getting back on my feet. My film's in post. I'm working on everything with that. I got nothing to lose. Like, literally, mm -hmm. I've already lost everything I've yeah. tried to hold while chasing everything I've always wanted. So screw the stigma. Screw whatever anyone thinks about all the stuff associated with it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to have the time of my life and hope that it goes well. And it went insanely well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is awesome. And so how how does it go from just seeing an ad on Instagram to it happening? Do, did you apply and then they called you? And like, because I know for Big Brother, there's like several steps that Nicole yeah. and I did to get in, right? Like you do the the little interview, like quick interview, and then you got to send a video or you just send a video and do an open call and then you got different phases. Yeah, it was, it was cool because I think for me, it put me in a different position because I live right here in LA where they did the casting. Oh, okay. So 
a lot of people had to do like Skype interviews mm -hmm. or Skype auditions, let's say. So I went in for an in-person audition and I've been, I've been so conditioned to acting auditions, which is, you know, I have such a big personality, which they bring that down, which I understand where this was like, dude, just go in and be yourself, which is loud, stupid. It was sort of like, uh, it was fun. I'm trying to remember. It would be like them holding me up pictures of celebrities and just without thinking, what do I think of them? And, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. stuff like that. I'm just, I'm a motor mouth as is. So there was that. And then there was a final audition where they, I think they flew in a bunch of people, people who actually made it to the show and people who didn't, mm -hmm. where we were basically in a hotel room in LA for three days and had to do various different things, ending with a, on-camera interview that was sort of uh not interview on-camera audition that was sort of doing the the show talking to the screen and talking to somebody okay so that was cool and like you know i'm just comfortable in my skin so mm -hmm. i'm never nervous in front of people especially so many years just auditioning and living in the business of no you gotta have thick skin you know yeah and did you know that it was going to be on Netflix when you're doing that? Or was it a production company doing it and then pitching it to Netflix? No, I knew it was going to be on Netflix because I, I always do all my research on production. And uh -huh. it basically the production company was Studio Lambert, which is located in L.A. and over in the U.K. And the U.K. had done a season of this show. Netflix acquired it for the U.S. And Studio Lambert was working with Netflix to do everything. And I knew it was going to be a Netflix show, but honestly, man, in my, in my mind, even when I'm sitting there doing the show and I'm having the time of my life, I'm thinking, how is this going to work? Because mm -hmm. there's no drama. No one's meeting. There's no, <laughs> hooking up. like there's, there's none of that because I'm mm -hmm. just, I'm just not a reality guy. I just don't have time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? To watch everything. Absolutely. So I'm, I just thought to myself, like, man, I, I don't know how this is going to work. And I was so wrong because I always say, and I'm really not, not plugging to plug, I give so much credit to Netflix and Studio Lambert because they did so well with this. They knew exactly what the show was going to be. And even for me, dude, like, I, I didn't figure this out until I'm sitting there watching watching it like everyone else you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was kind of when i was watching it i was like oh it makes sense how they have to say everything they want i'm like why can't they just type it and i'm like oh duh because then we can't hear their personality behind what they're saying and like you have to read everything out loud and then we see your mannerisms and then we see you like arguing at the screen and it's it was great TV. It was a very brilliant way to in a very clean reality TV show. Like you said, there was no like fights or hooking up or anything like that. Yeah, it's it's crazy how I mean the thing for me that I always say when I'm talking about the show is how often in life do you ever see a reality show that actually has a meaning behind it? Mm -hmm. And you know, that just doesn't really happen. And with this, it really is a commentary on the world we live in and social media and the way people present themselves, the way we judge other people. And that to me was sort of the hook that pulled me in of really wanted to do books. At the end of the day, yes, it's a competition mm -hmm. and that's all fun. And I'm a very competitive person. But behind that, the most important thing is what the show stands for. And it really does stand for something while being entertaining. And I just feel like, man, when you talk about how lucky can one guy be, I've really lucked out on this because mm -hmm. I never saw this coming. I literally have had my life change overnight. And 
I just never saw it happening this way. So that, I think that's, to me, still the shocking part of, you know, how many times in life do you sit back and you're just like, what is happening? How, mm-hmm. what, 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 like just so many things, man. It's, it's so cool. It really is so cool. I'm so blessed for this entire experience. I mean, people from around the world reach out and just have so many beautiful things to say. And I've met so many amazing people and I just, I'm so thankful for that. And I know Nicole has some questions about the show, but before we get into that, if you could just give a little brief explanation of what the show is, right? For the listeners that are listening right now, just so they kind of have an idea, uh, cause they'll probably want to watch after, you know, we're done talking about this. So if you can just kind of let them know what it's about. Absolutely. So the circle is basically described as a social experiment where you take a bunch of people, you block them away in an apartment 24 hours a day, you're not allowed to leave, you're on camera, and you create a profile on an app called The Circle, which is sort of like an Instagram, Facebook type of profile. And none of us ever get to meet. We all get to chat. We play games. There's competitions. And it's also a popularity contest where people who are in the top position become influencers and can block somebody from the circle, which means you're eliminated. There's a $100,000 prize on the line. And it is pretty wild how nuts the show and the game gets. It it really never stops twisting and turning. And how long, you said, was it three weeks that you were filming that? Yeah, It was a month total of the whole experience. But people always ask me, how long were we actually filming? And to tell you the truth, I don't know. Because part of it when you sign up is you're not allowed to ask what day it is or what time it is because oh, okay. it's supposed to be a, a mental thing as well. So mm-hmm. I really, to this day, don't know how long we were actually in the apartments for. And how long did you have, you filmed, and then how long did you have to, like, keep this a secret before it came out on Netflix? Oh, that was about four or five months Oh, that's kind of so, That's tough. <laughs> oh, dude, it was, it was like, I mean, it was like I went on the most insane experience of my life and then back on Monday, you're back at work doing your thing, slinging drinks. And I just had the most insane experience. And I literally can't tell anybody what I did, what's happening. And it just seemed like such a long wait of like, I went and did this thing and you kind of forget about it. And you know, it's coming at a certain point, but it doesn't feel real anymore. And then it just came and it just was insane, dude. Like this thing overnight just hit in the biggest way. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, on Instagram, I think you're already up to almost 400,000 followers, which is just insane because this show is something that is going to keep being played over and over. It's on Netflix. It's not like, oh, you missed the season. It's to where everyone can watch yeah. it and watch it again. That's kind of what I was... Yeah. So this is like a very different type of reality TV show. I'm not even sure what to expect out of it, but wow, I just can't... Be- Were you expecting this much this soon? The reaction. Yeah. yeah. No, to tell you the truth, I'm so conditioned from this business to expect the worst and hope for the best. And I think that's just a good way to be with everything. So I was just hoping that it found an audience and that it did well. I just, in my mind, you know, I'm like, please don't be the biggest flop in Netflix history and end my career. Please, (laughs) like, God, let, let this do, just let it do well. And man, any expectations I had were blown out of the water, this thing really became a phenomenon that overnight thing it really did become an Mm -hmm. overnight success that just hit 
And no one is more shocked by that than me because I really didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming. So Nicole and I have really been into using like the all natural stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then something that Nicole's tried and I've tried and Nicole loves is native. Yeah, I love native. I love their deodorant. I love that it has no aluminum. I know the ingredients like coconut oils in it. It definitely works. It was a very easy transition. I know they say for some people it may take up to two weeks, but for me... Um, there was no like transition. It was perfect, working perfectly, um, right away. There's amazing scents. There's over 10 scents, which Victor uses a coconut and vanilla and I use the, um, cucumber and mint. Yeah. And what we like most is that uh, native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, mm-hmm. which is actually something that clogs your pores and sweat glands. And that's what makes you not sweat. So Seems that's like, yeah, that's not safe for you. Uh, it also doesn't have parabens or talc and it's also vegan and never animal tested. So they do, which I love. Yeah. They have men, um, women, and even teens. They also offer unscented options. I know that's something that I get asked on a lot. There is unscented if that's something um, that you have sensitive skin and you're interested in. There's no risk to try. So free shipping on every order. And Native offers a 30-day um, free returns and exchanges in the USA. So you can just try it and see what you're thinking. Um, there's over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who made the switch to Native. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code COCO during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, you're going to love it. Visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code COCO, C-O-C-O, during checkout. Did you have to watch at the same time as everybody else so you didn't know like how it was going to be put together and stuff? Or did you get to see it before it came out on Netflix? No, I didn't see anything. So I, the fun, <laughs> other fun part for me was I'm watching at home with everybody else for oh, okay. the first time. Even though I was there, I'm watching with you guys going, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, it really is good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was addicting. I finished it in less than 24 hours. It's just like... I wanted to see Dude, what happened. You binged all twelve of them. That's nuts. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Sickening, that's what it? that's what Nicole was saying earlier, and what I was thinking. Like, about how long ago did this come out? This came out January first. Exactly. So January first. It's been a month, and it's one of those things that, as it gains more and more popularity, as people start watching or to hear about it and watch it they tell more people so it's not like a show that's just on cable tv that comes out and you miss it and that's it no when somebody tells them about it it just it continues to snowball right yeah yeah and so that that's interesting for you guys because i wonder how long you know you'll see that attention going and going and going and it's like oh man is this gonna stop you know what i mean imagine it goes it's going to go a lot longer than any other. Yeah, than a normal yeah. TV show. Yeah. So that, that that's interesting. And have you seen that like one day and the next day, like it hasn't stopped for you, has it? Yeah. I mean, I think this is that classic example of a word of mouth show because uh-huh. people watch it. They think it's the dumbest concept they've ever seen. A lot of times I hear. And then they're surprised at how much they love it. And they really are like, wow. I totally misjudged a show about judging people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. they get really into it and tell all their friends. And then their friends tell their friends. I mean, it, it really has become that word of mouth overnight success that it's just, it's like you said, it's only been a month, man. And the month that it's been for my life has been insane. But it's like you said, it's going to keep going. It's not, it's not like the regular show on TV yeah. where once it's done, it's over with. Like people are still... It's Netflix. People are finding it every single day. I mean, I can't tell you 
how many people are reaching out to me like just started episode two at this moment this and that this and that's yeah, happening and yeah. then people are re-watching it's nuts yeah no it is it is pretty insane i think because it just so happens to be like on the biggest platform <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for for streaming shows uh the most popular one that everybody uses so uh, um yeah it's bizarre. and as far as like so Vic and I were, when we were on Big Brother, we were locked up too, but we had a bunch of people with us. So, and people complain about that downtime. So how is downtime for three weeks or however many, we don't know, like within a month of just being by yourself? <laughs> you know, honestly, it was terrible. Like you lose your, you lose your mind, which mm-hmm. is part of the strategy of why you're there is right. about that, you know, you're testing yourself. But mm-hmm. the thing that actually surprised me the most was there really wasn't that much downtime because I thought it was going to be, you know, a lot of downtime, some mm-hmm. stuff happening here and there, but it really was from the moment you wake up, things are happening and you get those little breaks in between, like, let's say conversations or mm-hmm. stuff happening. But for the most part, you're going all day and all night long. And at the end of each day, you're like, Jesus, like my, like what happened? <laughs> I'd like, Today was nuts. It just didn't stop. You're so wired because the show mm-hmm. and the game keeps you on the edge of your on the edge of your feet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just don't know when to relax. So you sit there going to bed at night and you're like, man, like another day. Like what? How can this keep going? You just feel like mm-hmm. it's never going to end. It was nuts. I'm sorry. This could be a silly question, but do do they restock your fridge and your pantry and you cook all your own stuff? Mm-hmm. Yep. So basically, it would be if I need food. Or laundry, stuff like that. I put a request in and then like uh, someone will come drop it off at the door or come put it in the fridge and stuff like that. You really can't leave the apartment. You're not allowed to. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, Can you hear people through? Are you guys all in the same building, right? Like kind of close together? Yeah, we're all in the same building and everyone is mostly saying, how is this possible? Because... It's literally impossible not to hear Joey screaming. Yeah, at all exactly, in time. exactly. No one and could hear you. <laughs> no, it was like the thickest, like cement walls, where like you could oh. not hear a word, like nothing. And I'm honestly just as surprised as anyone because I thought there was going to be a point where someone would tell me, "Yo, kid, like we love you, but shut up, like keep it down, like let's 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 turn the volume down on Joey just a couple of notches." <laughs> and, Never happened once, which is crazy because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what those walls were made of, but it, it was insane. It was cool. Um, okay, so throughout the day, are you allowed to build as many relationships as you want? Like, could you specifically pick who you want to talk to? Yeah, so basically, the like a lot of people ask about the system, like the voice-activated system. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. So if I want to talk to somebody... It's essentially, I want to start a conversation with Shuby, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it'll say unavailable, stuff like that. And that oh, didn't make okay. it to the show because basically it'll be him talking to someone else or other people talking to other people, mm-hmm. which makes you more paranoid because you're like, what are they, are they talking about? Are they talking about me? Who's, yeah. he, who's he talking to? What's going on? And you're <laughs> sitting there, you're like, oh, no one wants to talk to me. Because I was wondering if you could just, could you just stay up? Oh, I guess you have to go to bed at a certain time. But it just makes me think of the old days when you're like on um, AOL. and just like uh, Yeah, just like messaging your uh, your crush all night. And just like, I'm like, how far can they get into this? Like, can they talk to someone for hours and like really build a relationship? Because on the show, it looked like the conversations were ended so fast. It was just like, hey, how are you? Okay, well, what do you think about this? Okay, 
I got a shower. Bye. I'm thinking, why would you say you got a shower? Like get more information or build a better relationship. So I didn't know yeah. how that works. No, I think it, I, well, my thing is, I think it's editing a lot too, where the my thing is stuff always, they take out. You ha- yeah. Like you have to fit 24 hours of a day with all these people into yeah. an hour episode. Mm-hmm. So, so much inevitably is just going to hit the cutting room floor just to make it cohesive and keep a pace with each episode that makes sense. but for the most part we were talking all day long i mean yeah there was that like we had to go to bed which sucked because i'm a night owl naturally so i'd mm-hmm. totally be the dude just laying there in bed being like let me talk to sammy or shuby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you did you find yourself gain weight because you were just in an apartment were you exercising or they have ex- actually bro it was opposite i lost weight because I'm a gym rat. Like, I'm in the gym all day long, and I'm like, shit, I'm not going to be able to work out. Like, I love working out all day, lifting weights, doing my thing. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing actually was I was able to be more religious to my diet than I've ever been. So I actually slimmed down when I was in the the circle. It was crazy. That is really cool. I know. I gained weight on Big Brother, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't really have a gym. It looked like you guys had an actual, you guys had actual gym equipment that you were using. Um, were you, were you allowed to go, like, I saw, I just thought this was so crazy. Like when you, people were in the hot tub up top, like just casually, everyone's just casually hanging out. And then they start a conversation with everyone while they're in like the hot tub. Was that limited or could you go like every single day? Were you allowed to go to the rooftop? No, it was. So basically the only thing you're allowed a day is like 10 minutes of roof time. Oh my gosh. To get like air. Yeah. (gasps) It's like one of those things like they, I think like technically you have to allow someone out for like a certain amount of time so you don't lose your mind. You're not, you're in solitary confinement, but it's not supposed to be like prison. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, you were allowed like 10 minutes of roof time a day, but for stuff like the jacuzzi or the gym, it would basically be you putting a request in to go and do something and it would be approved or wouldn't be approved, but you wouldn't be told. It would just be like, all right, now like someone's at your door, you're going to the roof or you can go to the gym and this and that. But that was so few and far between when it was actually allowed. Okay. That makes sense. And plus they have to let everybody get air. So that's probably why they could only do 10 minutes. So you didn't run into each other. Get yard time. <laughs> you got your yard time. Get the yard time. That's actually what I would call it. I'd go up there, but I got the yard time in for the day, kid. Put me back in the cage. <laughs> um, would you do it again? Uh, yes. I mean, a hundred percent. I just think about it. I got like circle PTSD of mm-hmm. like, yeah. I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. I had the time of my life. It turned out so amazing beyond my wildest dreams. But it's like one of those things in life. You're like, man, I'm so happy I did that. But I don't know if I'm going to do it again. But I also I'm so mixed on it. Cause I'm like, but I, I really did love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really did have the time of my life. But it's sort of like people saying, would you ever come back for a season two or right. play as a catfish or do this and that? And I'm like, I don't think so, man. Like this whole experience was such a lightning in the bottle thing that just doesn't happen. And whenever you try to replicate that, I've seen that with so many things in the entertainment industry throughout my course of being in it, of trying to replicate success with a formula and it just doesn't work again. Like I think season two will work. I think it's going to be great. But in terms of me, I don't think it would make much sense. Right. Unless you're doing catfish and just like it, you were just kind of like maybe coming in and messing with them or, you know, throwing a twist. You're part of a twist. That'd be cool. 
Right. Absolutely. And so for you, so you, you do the show, you get out, you're, nor, you're living back to your normal life. Um, so the show comes out and you're still bartending, right? Am, yep. am I presuming? Right? You're still, so you're still bartending. So now you're getting all this attention. What is that like for you? Is, is it weird? You know, like now all these people are coming up to you. Oh my God, you're, you're Joey from The Circle. <laughs> Can I get your picture? No, your Instagram's you know, blowing up. Like how, how was that it, transition? It's actually so n- normal for me in the weirdest sense. Um, I mean, I've just, I've never cared about being famous. You know what I mean? I've never, I've never seeked that where a lot of people, that's what they want out of life. And I, I just don't understand that. Like I've just been a kid who wants to perform and make films and do my thing. So I've been the person going up to people for pictures or telling them that I truly appreciate something they've done. So when people come up to me, it's just, it's just cool, man. Like, it's like, yeah, dude, like I'll sit there and I'll shoot the shit with anybody who wants to have a conversation, Mm -hmm. anybody who wants to take a picture. And a lot of people are just blown away that I am who I say I am Mm -hmm. from the show, Mm -hmm. that I am real. And, you know, I think even like the press I've been doing has been so insane. And I've had so many friends call me and they're like, you're killing every interview. Is your head still the same size? I'm like, (laughs) I've, I've been working for this my entire life preparing for it since I've been a a child just with my career. Mm -hmm. And yes, it happened in a different way, but I just feel like now I'm actually able to work. This is what I like to do. I love showing people who I am, putting myself out there and seeing what's going to come from this experience because it really has been overnight success. And are you still close with Shuby? Or do you guys talk? Dude, I was with him last night. He just <laughs> left today. Oh, that's awesome. I loved your <laughs> guys' friendship. Like, I, Dude, I he is loved, the best kid yeah, ever. I loved watching him. I think him and you would have been great, like, Big Brother contestants just because just, like, I don't know, everything. You guys have great personalities. You're funny. And you guys are, like, the bromance that no one expected. It was yeah. so – and you guys were both being yourselves, but you, at times you're, like, worried – are you? Are we really being ourselves? Anyways, it was. I loved watching him too. He's so funny. Yeah, he is honestly like the best kid you ever would meet. He's so sweet. He's so genuine. I'm so happy that this experience happened because mm-hmm. you know it's the friendships that came out of it that I never would have had otherwise. And I just made yeah. friends that I'm gonna have for the rest of my life. Like Shuby is my brother. Mm-hmm. I love that kid. I would do anything for him. So it's those things that I reflect on more so than. You know, like, where's my Insta following at and stuff like that. Like, it just never really meant much to me. Mm -hmm. I just was never the person who was seeking validation based on followers or likes or comments. And I've switched my mindset up with it just for the fact of, you know, if it wasn't for this experience, I wouldn't have had all these amazing people. Like, when people tell me I'm such a fan, my buddy, I don't have fans. I have friends. You guys are my friends. Mm -hmm. Like... I really look at it like that. No, that's really good. And I do think that people who go on the show for the right reasons, not for the follows, not for the likes, are the ones that come out super successful. So I'm happy for you. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And then last question. Have you and Miranda, did you guys go out on a date or are you guys just staying friends or what's going on with that? No, we definitely went on a date and we are still just friends at this point because she lives far away and, you know, it's just people, we both have our own lives where we live, but I really love her and care for her so much. We're so close. 
close. We're totally in each other's lives. We speak almost every single day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's just difficult. And for both of us right now, like let's say doing a long distance relationship or something like that, that's just really it's difficult tough. to do. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. we're we're definitely in each other's lives. But, you know, I know so many people are like, get married, have kids. Oh, like, yeah. I, like I, I get it, man. Like, I really do get it. You watch a show and you and you see two people people you know find each other romantically and Mm -hmm. we all want to hold on to that and that's why i tell people you know look at being loving somebody and caring for somebody doesn't need to be the the stereotype textbook way of you know you're immediately dating or living together and pursuing this or that Mm -hmm. like the best thing for me is i could say i adore her Mm -hmm. she is my best friend she's such a great girl and I wouldn't have had her if we both didn't go do this wild show. Yeah, I really liked watching her, too. I felt like she didn't get much of a chance. But I think coming in later, it was harder for her to, you know, I guess. Yeah, I think for everybody coming in late in the game, mm-hmm. it's very difficult because, you know, how are you trying to establish these relationships with people who've already established them? And right. how are yeah, you right. going to make yourself yeah. stick out? Because for me, I'm all about loyalty. So it wasn't anything against anybody who came in late it was just for me i'm like yo we've been here since day one those are my boys and girls like Mm -hmm. not that i have anything against you guys we're all here but we came here from the start you know yeah and it originally seemed harder for you guys because i was like oh my gosh they have to survive um more eliminations but then like you said you had that bond so it was almost like an advantage but it could go either way any season um Mm -hmm. so that was cool to see you guys all stick together and everything like that Yeah, I mean, that was what's weird to me of watching the show back. I know I'm a person who always speaks from the heart and is trying to be as loyal and genuine as I could. And I just haven't really been able to get that return for a lot from a lot of people in my life because Mm -hmm. I come from such Mm -hmm. a big, loving Italian family in upstate New York. And, you know, to see everybody who was on this show really was the same way and we all rated each other from the heart without tactics i mean that's to me what is special about the show but it's also what makes me curious about if they do a second season i just feel like for people who have watched the show that it's literally blown up now i don't think you're gonna have that again i think you're gonna have a lot of strategy way more strategy of look at shuby you're my boy I love you. Get back to eighth place because you're not ruining this for right, me. Or, you know, exactly. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how that's going to go in the future. But that's where I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. everything about this lightning in the bottle. We captured it. It's unbelievable. I don't know how any of this happened, but I'm so happy that it did. And you were able to, it was so weird how you were able to, even the people you personally eliminated, they still wanted you to win. They still loved you. It was amazing how you could oh, vote someone out you. solely to their face. And then they just like, they're rooting for you. So you know that you're very lovable and likable. And um, that is a great thing to have. Thank you so much. I could tell you it was terrible every single time. Like it was truly terrible. I hated it. I, I, struggle with hurting anybody because i'm somebody who would do anything for anyone and put myself out there Mm -hmm. and that's the hard points of i personally would do anything for you and care about you so much but now this is at this point this is where it's a game yeah and 
that was very difficult for me to juggle. But thankfully, people understood that we were all here doing the same thing. And we all got put in pretty crappy situations at points. Yeah, that's yeah. So, Joey, so what's next for you? I know you have your your movie that's in post-production and the show just finished up. So do you have anything right now in the works? Um, well, right now, yeah, there's a ton of stuff like happening, going on. But for the most part, you know, this my acting career, man, like that's where I'm at. Uh, I just hope that some opportunities come from this. But I'm also open for other avenues that maybe I wouldn't have thought about before because I wasn't open to something like this before. And thankfully, I got out of my own way and just said, I'm going to go have a great time. And it led to a life changing thing. So my film career, and my acting is always number one. That's what I'm grinding on right now. But I'm just interested for this new year. It's still so early. What's going to happen and what's going to come? Because I, I'm a guy who loves to set goals for himself and really work to accomplish things. And I really can't wait to see where I'm at at this point next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're so happy for you. We, we really mm-hmm. appreciate you uh, coming on the show with us today. And uh, you just give everybody here uh, your handles where they can find you on social media, uh, if you would. Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, guys. For anybody who wants to follow me, I would say Instagram's number one. It's at Joey Sasso, S-A-S-S-O. And at Twitter, it's at Joey underscore Sasso. And I'm not on Twitter as much, guys. But when I do log on there, you'll I'll try to chime in. But that Twitter versus it's still difficult. I'm such an old guy from the <laughs> 70s. It's so hard to, to maneuver it. It really is. Well, hey, thank you again. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Yes, good luck with everything, Joey. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Truly enjoy talking with you guys. Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed uh, Joey Sasso. So much energy. So much fun. He was. He was fun. And it, and it honestly feels like he was flabbergasted by the reaction that people got from the show. And I am too. I mean, I can't believe that mm-hmm. a Netflix reality TV show did as well and is doing as well as it's doing so it's doing awesome which is really cool but yeah we really hope you guys enjoyed that uh, as much as we did Mm -hmm. um and now for the most anticipated part of the show weird or normal (sighs) all right go ahead okay so somebody on our coco caliente facebook page uh uh, oh that's i did want to say this thank you for bringing that up so there is a Facebook like group, a private group on Facebook. Called it's, Coco Caliente Podcast. Which is called Coco Caliente Podcast. So if you want to be part of that, you just find that page and request it and Nicole will add you in there. Mm-hmm. And she tries to get ideas from people there and, and she'll post things on there from time to time. So anyway, Yeah, take it I away. got a bunch of weirder normals from there. It's so funny. Okay, yeah. so... This is from Raquel. She wrote, I recently walked in on my husband and he was getting ready to take a bath. I was shocked to see him just sitting in an empty bath while it filled up. (laughs) I feel like this is so weird. I fill up a bath first and then get in. It just seems so awkward to sit naked in an empty bath waiting for the water. That made me belly laugh because I'm just like picturing Victor in a bath, like waiting it to fill. (laughs) You know what's funny that I would do that. I would never do that. I think that's not, that would be... I've done that before. Let's say I've done that before and I would do it again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would 100%. I wouldn't because first off, if I'm getting into... I just don't like like sitting naked and just like everything just like hanging out. Well, so yeah, because what I would... 
I mean, okay, if I went to go have a bath now, I would start running the water and let it drain out, right? So make sure I have the right temperature water mm-hmm. that I want. And then I would claw, close the drain and just sit there. That was my question is how do you know it's the right temperature? Yeah, you do the temperature first and then you <laughs> sit down and then you close it, right? Clog the drain so the water will start rising and you just sit there and you start, you know, messing with the soap to get oh the bubbles. Oh my gosh. And- I would laugh so hard if I just saw you st- Dark naked, sitting there. I should waiting, draw a bath today and do it. Waiting for the water to just cover your body. You know, I, oh, <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say. So no, I don't think that's weird. And also, we I have, uh, we have a is it sit in. We have a sit in shower, a sit in tub. tub. We have a sit in tub that we haven't. It's like used. a jacuzzi. Yeah, it's like a jacuzzi. Because uh, uh, the woman that a, lived in here before, she was an older woman, mm-hmm. and so she had a, a sit in tub. And so we have one, and we've never used it. And I told Nicole the other day that I should use it. You should. Today you should. To make the pipes, you know, so you get water running through the pipes so it gets used, you know, because if you don't use it, it's probably worse for it. Yeah. So I might do that today. You might have to, you might have to record me hilarious. drying myself a bath in there. Yeah, I want to see how it works. It's probably really comfortable too. And I have to shower. I, would, I woke up and I haven't showered and I'm sweating because I'm in this I would rather stuff. do that than a tub, just like a tub for well, some I'm going to do this and then you're probably going to like it and I'm just going <laughs> to... The only thing I don't like is if you, I mean, I don't want you in there while I'm doing it because I'll just be butt naked sitting in there and doing I want you to just like look over the wall to see. <laughs> it's like, get away. <laughs> oh. I don't know. And then I don't know. So for those things, for the sit-in ones, mm-hmm. like we have, are you supposed to put a bunch of bubbles in there or is it you're just taking a shower? No. So you're like sitting there rinsing yourself off. Oh, yeah. It does have like a shower head that you can pull. You know what I mean? Like am I just sitting there and like I think shower? either way. I think it can be used for, you know, like giving someone else up. a bath. Like and fill yeah, it all the way up? Fill it up pretty high and then you can wash your hair with that. I'm going to fall asleep. You're going to see water coming out of the top of the... Like, <laughs> I open the door I just... I so worried if there's like the door is not sealed or something. <laughs> That's a lot of, or you accidentally open the door and don't think in it. We have tile in there, thank goodness. Well, so one time I was I was living in California, right, way back in the day. This is when I was a credit manager at uh, Ferguson Enterprises. And I was living with two other guys and we had a house. And I was like, oh, well, I'm, before I go to work, I'm going to put my clothes in the washer. You mm-hmm. know, when I come back, I throw it in the dryer. So when I come back from work... Mm-hmm. There's water everywhere. And we all worked at the same place. So oh, okay. we all left for work at the same time, came back at the same time. Mm-hmm. The washer was messed up and it just flooded oh. our entire... And our washer was like in our kitchen area. And to one point, it was like... It went from like tile to carpet. Oh, no. And it got so close, it just barely on the edge. Oh, of, it didn't and, get and it. Luckily, it didn't get the carpet. that'd be stinky, I feel like. Yeah, it was, it was no bueno. That, that was not fun. At least it wasn't wood floor. That will ruin it. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad got pissed at me once, so I think my mom's listening here. She'll remember that. I was I was at the house, uh, in our house in Louisiana, and for some reason, I left through my parents' bedroom. Like, they have double doors mm-hmm. through there. They always leave them shut, right? I didn't even know there was doors in there. Yeah, so I left through there because they, they have a little back porch, right, uh-huh. thing. They never go out through there. But anyway, I did, and I left the door open. I forgot. That day, it rained. They have like those wood, like almost like that wood paneling, like the clipping thing in the room, and it raised up. You, Victor. I think I don't even I don't know if they even fixed it to this day, so I could still look at it. And then I remember my dad's like, "What were you thinking? What were you thinking? What are you supposed to do if you go through that door?" 
close it. And why didn't you close it? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> they threw a royal. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I've done to that house. Same like in the front door. I tried to pick the lock ones because yeah, I, I was locked this. out and I broke some like twigs in there. And like you can never use the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> like, you told it, me that. Luckily it has two locks, right? So the top one yeah. you can still use with the bottom one. Don't tell people. Break, break into your house. No, they already changed the locks oh, now. Good. Yeah, they changed the locks. <sighs> oh, Victor. I mean, kids being ki- Another time I got blamed for something I didn't even do. Like the glass shattered like in a window in the kitchen. Probably was you. It was not me. It was not me, I swear. This is exactly why I don't want to have boys. Well... The things they think are smart to do (laughs) are not sticking twigs to pick a lock to get into your house. I would just (laughs) save the time and not even attempt it. Like, I have a better idea, I think. (laughs) You know what? That you live and you learn. Because you know who's not going to do that again? Me. Well, I hope not. <laughs> Common sense. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff. You do a lot of stuff around here, too. But not, no. Yes, you do. I do a lot of good stuff around here, too. Once in a while. I woke up today. Nicole wasn't feeling well, so I did the dishes. I cleaned the kitchen. I cleaned the, I picked up the house. I am grateful for that. But yeah. once a week, that's, I feel like that's good for you to do that. Yeah, it is. It is good for me to do that. Anyways, do you have a Spanish word of the day for me today, sir? Yes. I have a Spanish word of the day. And it pertains to you. Okay. But it has it has a it has a male and female and like it can have a male oh, and female okay. ending to it. You know what I mean? So, so it has a female ending. I'm gonna pertain it to you, right? So the Spanish word of the day is cansada. 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 Mm-hmm. Cansada. cansada. Also cansado. Um, I don't know. I'll take a hint. Uh, Use in a sentence, please. In Spanish? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Nicole me dijo que ella estaba muy cansada. Okay, it's an adjective. Mm. So you're calling me something. Yeah, but you said this earlier. Oh, I did? You came to the room and you said, um... Sick. You did say you were sick, but you said you were also hungry, tired. Oh, tired. Cansada. Dang it! That's the first one I missed in 2020. <sighs> He's trying to get difficult on me again. Oh no! You missed oh. one. Anyway, all right. Let's go to the reviews because we like uh, reading the reviews because we appreciate you and everything you do for us. We really do. This one is by Brittany Don. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Five stars. I love this podcast. It is honestly one of the biggest highlights of my week. A few years ago, I had a couple people ask me if I watched the show Big Brother because they thought I looked like one of the contestants, Nicole. I was pretty intrigued after this and decided to tune into the show. I was instantly hooked. Not only to the show, but to Nicole's bubbly, sweet personality. Not to mention super flattered that someone thought I looked like this incredibly gorgeous girl. Thank you. I have so enjoyed following along with you guys this long. And when you guys decided to create a podcast, I was thrilled. It was another way to stay connected to the two of you. You both are so genuine and funny, and I admire the way you interact and the tenderness of your relationship. Your love and respect for one another is so evident. 
I have learned so much from this podcast already, and I have, and I love the variety of guests you bring on. Thank you for all of the hard work you put in to gift your fans with this podcast. Love you guys. Heart your fellow Midwesterner, Brittany. Oh, thank you, Brittany. That was super sweet. That was one of my favorite of all time. Yeah, she really complimented you. <laughs> kind of ironic that you really liked that one. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mine's from Arimar16. Only podcast I listen to. Five stars. Woo! I started listening to this podcast around May 2019 when I would travel two hours to my boyfriend's house. I wanted to share with you that I have listened, quote unquote, backwards meaning that I started with the most recent ones first and worked my way back. It is so interesting and funny to compare how you guys started out to the more recent ones. Keep up the great work. Love. From Connecticut. Okay, I wonder... Sometimes I, I, I listen to, like, accidentally when I'm on the computer, I'll click on it. And we had more. Did we have more energy back then? I don't know. I think we, like, had a little more energy, it sounded Maybe like. because we were more nervous and we felt like we had to be... Remember how, like, structured, like, we were so scared. I had to, like, do an outline, and now we have, like, nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we should go back to that. I know. Next episode, you know what we should do? Next episode, we should just do me and you. Yeah. Pick a topic mm-hmm. and do like our research on to. it. Like we used to. Yeah. And it might be better. Yeah, let's do You that. let us know. Next next episode after... Well, hey, you guys, send us some topic ideas because I feel like we talked about... We talk about... It can be like Anything. something really small and we'll make it into a topic and we'll do research on it. Dog so, food. Yeah, exactly. Literally, it could be anything. Like I heard about dog food that it was created a long time ago during the war. Okay, oh, I'll who told s- you that? I'll save it. Not you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I 100% did tell you. That, okay, we're not going to get into dog food right now. Okay, we won't. <laughs> um, but <laughs> anyway, please, guys, uh, the easiest way to rate, review, and subscribe is through Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, it's a little purple app on your phone, and you can do it there. Remember, you can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. I, uh, Apple <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. You can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. You can listen there and grab the merchandise. And don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram and at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, They'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.